Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Wednesday night. Uh, I looked at the corner of my laptop to see what day it was, and I got confused when it was Thursday because it's past midnight here, but... uh, it is Wednesday, the Blue Jackets just won a game, which is very exciting, and I thought we would talk about it. This is, of course, Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, and thank you for making this, well, it's probably not your first listen of the day, but if it is, thank you. Whether you are a first-time listener or a returning listener, I appreciate you, Locked On Blue Jackets is and always will be free and available on all podcast platforms. So let's get into that game, because it was a fun one. So Blue Jackets win 3-0 over the Winnipeg Jets, the Pierre-Luc Dubois Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I don't think I was the only one that was um, a little worried about this game, shall we say, Uh, because, you know, Ex-Blue Jackets tend to have a pretty good track record of rolling into Nationwide and scoring a bunch of goals on us. Uh, Alex Wenberg got a hat-trick against us. Anthony Duclair got a hat-trick against us. I've braced myself for the inevitable Cam Atkinson goal-scoring bonanza when he returns to Nationwide later this year. Um, But Pierre-Luc Dubois, nothing. He did not get a goal. He did not get an assist. Uh, He he, he was fine, I thought. he got booed, which I expected, uh, but it was, all in all, a much better game than I was expecting. I don't know about anybody else, but I was expecting maybe a little bit more uh, more of a balanced game, I guess. Uh, the Blue Jackets played pretty well, uh, but the obviously, you know, the, the story of the game was, as it has been so many times this season, Elvis Merzlikens who I have uh, criticised recently for being um, ordinary, I think is the is the word I've been using. He was phenomenal tonight. Uh, a 34-save shutout, I believe, which, I mean, you can't ask for anything else. He hasn't got his goal yet. Uh, he did get a penalty in the first period, so he's, you know, got his first career assist, his first career penalty. Uh, the goal's on its way. Uh, you've got to you've got to think. Uh, there was a really good post game interview bit with Jody Shelley uh, where he asked, you know, the net's empty. Are you thinking about going for that goal? And Elvis was like, "What do you think?" So uh, I I can't wait. That's gonna be that's gonna be real fun when he finally does that. Um, but overall, pretty pretty good game. Uh, like I say, got a little little hairy uh, in the in the middle there. But uh, Gregory Hoffman gets his second of the season off a really, just a really nice play from Max Domi, who, uh, again, I have been talking about on this podcast a lot. He's doing really well. Uh, again, I would like to see him put together a few games of uh, this type of energy and success before we really start to say, hey, he looks like a, a different player. But for the most part, he looks like a different player. Uh, got the assist on that one. That's his sixth assist of the season. Uh and I believe his eighth point uh, in seven games, which pretty pretty good. You know, you can't really. There's not much you can say beyond that, uh, apart from maybe don't be a dick. 
I I thought I liked his his during the whistle play. For the most part, I did not like when he put the puck in the net after the uh, offside whistle caused a little bit of a scrum, and then as soon as it everything seemed like it was calming down, he just like wriggled free of a ref somehow and then started beating up on uh, Evgeny Svechnikov, which seemed unnecessary to me, and he did in fact have to sit in the box for two minutes, or for four minutes actually, I think, and think about what he did. So, not Max's finest hour. Uh, if he could do more of the first thing, the assist thing, and less of the second thing, the stupid fighting, then I would be perfectly okay with that. Uh, second period, very boring, uh, which is unlike the Blue Jacket. They tend to have pretty exciting first periods, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but Zakarensky finally gives us a little bit of breathing room uh, about a quarter of the way into the third period with a power play goal. The just what a what a snipe. That was that was a really, really good shot. Like, I don't really have anything fancy to say about it. It was just, I don't know, it felt like there was no room there and then suddenly the puck was in the net. Gotta, you gotta love it. Uh, and after I've been saying, you know, the power play should be, should be doing as good as, uh, after, you know, criticising the power play a little bit and saying, you know, we need to be a little bit better, they do, in fact, score on, I believe, one of their... T uh, they had three power plays, and they scored on one of them. So, hey, we'll take that 33% success rate, uh, especially, you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but the uh, penalty goal continues to be strong. No, no power play goals, no goals of any kind, you know, because, as I have mentioned, Elvis Mosleykins with the shutout. Uh, Andrew Peake gets the empty net goal, his first of the season. Uh, that is the 20th Blue Jacket to score a goal this season, which... Again, you love to see it. I think that might be Andrew Peake's first goal ever. Uh, yeah, that is his first career goal. So that is, I believe, the fifth Blue Jacket to score his first goal, first career goal this season. Again, you you love to see it. Uh, in a minute, we'll break down the game a little bit more. We'll talk about what was good, what was not so good. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar because Built Bar is is back. It's been back. It's still delicious. It's still excellent. And uh, the holiday is coming up, and that means it is the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. You can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. Uh, one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's, you know, a really small piece of pie. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar, with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of raspberry pie. There are a ton of good flavours at Built Bar that you can replace any pie with. They are low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein. They are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough for you, go for a Built Bar or two. And there is nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Once again, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I really appreciate it. We are still free and available on all podcast platforms. So let's talk about the good parts of that game, because there were lots. Obviously, you know, we've gone over the goals. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Max Domi. We've talked a little bit about Muslikin, making his return to the first star 
section of the game. Uh, special teams continue to uh, impress. We talked about this in Tuesday's podcast uh, about how this felt like a game where we could maybe do something good with special teams. And we, in fact, did do something good with special teams. The power play, uh, again, 33%, scored on one of our three attempts. Power penalty kill was perfect. Uh, and honestly, at some points, I thought better than the power play that we were killing. Uh, there was some typical kind of Texier, Boone Jenner, Eric Robinson, shorthanded nonsense that didn't really go in, but was still kind of fun. Uh, there was a really... A really close, uh, I think it was Sean Corrali and maybe Eric Robinson actually, uh, just kind of ran rampant in the Winnipeg Jets zone for a good kind of 20, 30 seconds, which is quite a lot of power play time when you think about it. So that was fun. And yeah, just, I don't know, it's hard to pick out what was specifically good about the game because I thought for the most part, lots of guys were good. Uh, we did get outshot, but only just uh, Elvis would make 36 saves, not 34, like I said earlier in the episode. Uh, 32 shots on goal for the Blue Jackets. So, you know, Conor Hellebug kind of did what he could uh, in this in this game. So that loss was not, that loss was not on him. Uh, he you know, only allowed two goals on 31 shots, I guess, uh, if you take away the, the empty net one. So you can't, you can't really ask for much more of that from your goalie, unless, of course, it is a shutout like uh, Elvis. So there's that. Uh, face-offs we lost. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Where are they? Um, very atypical uh, face-off numbers. Uh, Cole Sillinger had the best on the, the team, actually. Uh, he was at 56%, Boone Jenner at 52%. Those were both fine, uh, but then Ross Levick and Sean Corrali were both around the 30-35% mark, which is kind of not, not good enough, really. Um, you want those guys to be much better than, than that. Uh, And honestly, you want... I know we just talked about Jack Rostler getting going. Uh, his ice time is starting to to plummet, and I get it. Uh, I don't really know how you kind of fix that, uh, which is a shame because his line mates are doing, doing pretty good. Uh, Hoffman was... Obviously, he scored. He was having a really good game. Max Domi, we talked about his game. Uh, or at least Gregor Hoffman was having a pretty good game until he got walloped in the face with a stick that the officials just decided not to to call because they didn't see it I don't know but he was bleeding pretty good uh, he came out near the end of the third period with some stitches finished the game but uh, the officiating was kind of shoddy all around but that was a particularly egregious piece of uh piece of refereeing I thought uh but could have been worse I suppose uh, I thought at first he'd been cut by a skate blade but uh, luckily that was not the case um but to go back to uh Roslovic for a minute i don't really know what the what the solution is there i've talked a little bit about you know having the same line mates might help and you know we had a good game last game uh, but i think after the the success of last season 
where, you know, he had more points than either Line A or Dubois last season. I'm pretty sure it uh, it's tough to it's tough to see him struggling this season. Uh, I think he's got f- five or six points on the season in, you know, however many games. 19 games. And that's, I don't know, I understand that he's a bottom six guy, but you want a little more, especially when everyone else seems to be kind of scoring by committee. Uh, you'd hope that eventually Rostovic can put a couple of good games together in a row. Um, and I know that, you know, streaks are streaks and players are streaky and it's tough to kind of really get any offense going when you're only getting like however many minutes a game he's getting, uh, which I just looked at and then immediately forgot. When you're only getting like 11 minutes a game, like it's tough, but there are things that you can do to be effective in that 12 minutes of ice time or whatever it is. And he simply isn't, doesn't seem to be doing them with any kind of consistency, and I don't really understand why. So that's something that I think really needs to be improved. Uh, maybe he, I don't know, maybe he needs to sit for a game and, and take a look. Uh, I, I'm loath to do that because we don't really have any centres to replace him. I guess we could put Doby at centre, but he's much more effective at the wing, it looks like, uh, and we already have one winger playing centre when he should be on the wing in Boonjana, but that's beside the point, I guess. Um, in a minute, we will uh, take a quick look ahead. We are playing Vancouver on Friday, uh, but before that, I thought we would do a little bit of a, a little bit of Thanksgiving chat uh, and talk a little about what I personally am thankful for from this team. So that's coming up in just a minute, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. They've got a whole new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Make sure you head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON, all one word, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas Kino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. So Thanksgiving is upon us. Obviously, I do not celebrate. If you cannot tell by my accent, uh, I am not American or Canadian. And your holiday is strange and alien to me, but I do understand this concept of, you know, being thankful and giving thanks. And I thought we would talk a little bit about the things from the Blue Jackets that I personally am thankful for. Uh, for example, I am extremely thankful that Elvis exists. Uh, I'm extremely thankful that the organisation has rallied around him this season, that he seems to be doing really well. Uh, I am thankful for the good dog content that we get from the Blue Jackets. Uh, obviously, Kobe Merzlikens, uh, Orion Domi, Max Domi's therapy dog, or not therapy dog, excuse me, his uh, service dog for his diabetes. Uh, I am thankful for Scott Harrington's French Bulldogs. I am thankful for all of these dogs and more. 
Uh, I am thankful for Oliver Bjorkstrand and his goal-scoring prowess. I am thankful that Boone Jenner seems to have taken to being a really good captain and has not let the pressure of it get to him like I worried that he would. Uh, I am thankful that Zach Renske signed long-term here in Columbus and that he seems to be happy to stick around. And I'm also thankful that he's doing much better than Seth Jones, but that is neither here nor there, I guess. Uh, I am thankful for our rookies. We talked about it uh, earlier on in the episode. We have five guys scoring their first NHL goals this season. I am thankful for all of them. Uh, Igor Chinikov, Colt Selinger, Andrew Peek, Gregory Hoffman, and Justin Danforth, who did not play tonight. Uh, but I'm thankful for all of these people, and I am thankful that Brad Larson is doing well as a head coach. I am continually thankful for Yama Kekalainen's GMing, his drafting, his scouting, uh, his player development, uh, and the trades that he has made to make this team surprisingly way more competitive than anyone else thought they might be. Uh, I still think we're kind of playing with house money at this point, but hey, that's something else I'm thankful for as well. I'm just kind of... I'm going to enjoy this team as long as they keep being fun. Uh, they might not win every game, but they are having fun while they're doing it, and they are fun to watch. So that is something else that I am thankful for. And I could go on and on. I am thankful for many, many things about this team. Uh, but I will I will stop it there. Uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, but we will still have an episode for you. We will be taking a look at Vancouver because there's a lot to talk about in what's happening in Vancouver this season. And I feel like I will need an entire episode to talk about it. So we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, hey, I guess that's one more thing I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that the Blue Jackets are not the Vancouver Canucks, uh, which is mean, but true. But that's all I've got for you today. Uh, like I say, tomorrow we'll preview the Vancouver game on Friday. And then on Friday, we will preview the uh, St. Louis game, I believe, on Saturday. So we'll have some preview stuff, and then next week we'll talk about the games that happened. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow... Happy Thanksgiving, and make sure you stay locked on.